All right, you know, we're live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of The Situationship. I'm just going to cut right to the chase. The Black community is shooketh, shooketh, okay? Another guru has fallen, ladies and gentlemen. Thankfully, (laughs) bitch. Another, I'm just going to get right into it. Listen, so... For many people who know or may not know, there was a very prominent relationship, self-proclaimed relationship guru, because Lord knows he has had no credentials, um, who has been giving Black women advice for the last 10 years, right? Black women advice, telling about what what to expect from your man, what to get from your man, all how to find a good man. This is what a good man is. This is what a good man is. This is how you can be a better woman all while he was cheating on his very religious wife. Mm. And let's not forget, he was at the forefront of the whole black men don't cheat. He he was on the forefront Hmm. of black men don't cheat. So then two things should be true here. He's either not a black man or or he doesn't cheat. And we know the latter to be false. Hmm. Um, So I'm here. Oh, I haven't even introduced my special guest. So I'm here with one of my besties. Hi. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't want uh, she doesn't want the world to know how much she loves me, but that's okay. Um, we've had my my bestie Ronke. Um, do you have a stage name? Do you want a stage name? What should I call you? Let's just go with my legal name, just in case this turns into a career. I would like to get a you know, credit. I don't blame you. So. <laughs> So uh, she and I have been having just a really great conversation over the last two days about what this, how all of this unfolded and what this means or how to interpret it or how to reason it. And we've had some very, very interesting thoughts and we thought we could share. Cause like, honestly, the things are still unfolding. Mm. Things are still appealing. Okay. So Mm. let's, let's, let's break down what happened. Do you want to, or do you want me to? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I'm still processing. <laughs> so earlier this week, we received notice from, um, not notice, but I think her name is Unwind with Tasha K. That's mm-hmm. the, um, that's the sort of gossip queen YouTuber who broke it all the way the fuck down. Okay. She released some audio of a woman named Candace de Madiero, I can't say her last name, detailing the sexual tryst she had with Derek Jackson. Now, everyone was like, what what do you mean? You know, because he just started posting um, pictures of him and his wife because they he had just released a book. I'm not even going to say the name of the book because he's not getting no free pomo here. No. Okay, just know that the book in the cover of this book is he and his wife and they're talking about, you know, healing, right? After... God knows what. First of all, this is the first time anyone has known that he was married, or if some knew that he was married, this is the first time out of the 10 years we've known of him to show his wife and talk a little bit about his marriage, okay? So everyone was taken aback, like, could this be true? Could this not be true? We don't know. Meanwhile, Tasha is dropping all of the receipts. She brought, not only did she have uh, text messages, pictures of this woman in Derek's family home, in Derek's 
bed, the same bed he shares with his wife, she got audio, interview with Candace, mm. detailing everything. Such an so, FBI. <laughs> because women are FBI agents. If any of the FBI agents are listening now, hire black women, period. So later, so every, this is all unfolding. And Derek decides he's going to go on the defense. He starts alive on his page in which he's saying, no, he did not cheat. Mm. Because <laughs> black men do not what? They don't cheat. He may have had inappropriate conversations, may have been suggestive to poor Candace. This woman is delusional. There was no way he cheated. Cool. Okay. Her word against his. And one thing we should probably point out was the same professional FBI last year as accused him of cheating. Mm. Wow. The young lady who was in the middle of it all, I think, either got intimidated or got nervous and didn't want to come forward. Yes. But by then, our lovely host, I've already told the world, don't believe Derek is a cheater. But then when it was time to give the receipt, her hookup wasn't ready to come forward, which then Derek went on an attack. Wow. Her a narcissist, said she was this and that, wow. and how she just wants to see him his downfall. Because clearly in his head, she's just a jealous wannabe fan, right? Fan. So this has been a one-year cooking investigation. Wow. Put that out there. She's not just two days ago, she got the tea. She just got she's mad. She's a committed investigator. Wow. Okay? So I just want to put that out there for the world. Wow. See, I didn't mm-hmm. even know that. I didn't I knew there was some dealings with between Derek and Tasha. Where, where they had, they were butting heads. But again, because I don't listen to da- Derek and I don't, I haven't started, I started following Tasha as of late, but not before. So I didn't mm-hmm. really know this was all going on. And, you know, truthfully, when it comes to anything gossip, if the Shade Room didn't post it, I ain't seen it. Honestly. <laughs> it's like, who wants to follow all these pages? Oh, not me. Um, okay. So, so, so now this brings us to a year. Mm-hmm. And so to my understanding, what brought Candace forward was that I guess she was still corresponding with him and he ended up blocking her and her friend mm-hmm. on his Instagram around the mm-hmm. same time he released photos of Obvious. his wife and this new book. And one thing about women, hell has no fury than a woman scorned because you're not about to play with my bitch. She's like, OK, bet. You see, she, she called really, Tasha and she got on. And the thing is, the award we have to give this young lady, right? Because she right. was just, she was the one who was brave enough to say, you know what? I'm willing to go there. Yep. Because the me. moment she came to Tasha, guess what? Mm. Other mm. people came knocking. One right? at a time. Okay, so that brings, right. So we're still at the first night though. Candace, mm-hmm. Candace's stuff comes out. Everyone's in awe. He comes on the defense. I'm not cheating. I've had sexual, you know, suggestions to her, but I did not cheat. Mm. Next thing you know, girl number two comes. But wait, there's more. So she comes out and I was listening. I was listening to her um, interview again. And um, 
she what was so crazy about this one is that she actually dm Derek because she needed advice on her ex-boyfriend at the time correct so she goes doo, 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 let me dm him yeah i need help because he's an expert he's a relationship you have to keep remembering guru. that <laughs> exactly meanwhile he ain't got no credentials he ain't nope. never been to school he nope. you never seen anything all he is, he's he's built his brand on the strength of being a black man who speaks about relationships. Yeah, and he has a few audiobooks, you know, those little that's it. Ebooks, you know, those little two ninety nine books you could <laughs> you could make. He sells them for ten dollars. He makes a living. Mm-hmm. So she comes and she's saying, you know, actually, I never knew that he was married. You know, I came just, you know, on his DM asking for advice. And he invite because we were all in Atlanta. He invited me to come to. Um, he invited me to come, you know, to meet up with him. And then it just kind of went from there. But mm-hmm. I never knew he was married. And then all of a sudden, she found out she was blocked. Because he seemed to. So what we are realizing is, it doesn't seem like he's also a good cheater, right? Because the thing is, so you block them, you think they can never find a way. Nigga, I could create other profiles. <laughs> because what narcissists always about? think whatever they're doing is right. This is, oh, genius plan. Let me block her. She will never see anything again. <laughs> I was with like, what Candace, are you doing? He, with Candace, he blocked Candace and her friend. Oh, yeah. He, because oh. the friend, the friend was in the apartment with them. That's right. And she was a witness. See? But we know FBI agents don't only go for the surface because we can create new pages. You got a million plus followers. How do you know I'm not another page exactly. following? I got yes. all these friends. Every one of you guys follow him. I need oh, detail report daily. Boop, boop, boop. So, okay. So now it school is out. Okay. He comes back to then confess that he, yes, he has indeed been cheating. And here's the kicker. For the last nine, 10 years, people did not know this man was married or if they knew he was married, we didn't see his wife. We saw his wife maybe, you know, a few pictures as of late. But the first time anyone sees this wife, his wife, in human form, in real life, in flesh and bone, is to tell the world that he's been cheating on her. Mm -hmm. While cutting her circulation, off her hand. Gripping her hand for dear life. Like, let me go. go. <laughs> now, I'm not going to be, I, let me tell you, I'm not the one to talk about Mrs. What's her attire or anything, because let me tell you something. If that was me, I'd. she's better than me, because I would be wearing a headscarf and a mumu. Because mm. you're not about to be out here. You Now you, I'm going to look at the bad bitty on your arm? No. No. Because clearly you didn't think I was one you didn't, you were out here slanging it. Towing. Right? You on so tour? Like, oh, she's so pretty. Leave me the hell alone. Get out of here. To say the day before he said he wasn't cheating, but this day he's cheated. He he and his wife know about the wife knows about it, and we've been working through it, right? And so she herself, she's a, a religious, very religious woman seems to have been indoctrinated in the church and what it means to be a wife, what it means to be a woman. And she's doubled down in her religion that she, that he is indeed that it is, it is God that has to heal him. It is God who has to extract the devils out of this man. Mm. But you know, we are working on it. We get it. Blah, blah, blah. Cool. Mm. Let the church say amen. Amen. Okay. Mm. (laughs) We now know that Derek is a con artist and he's a narcissist. We know that now. Round three, act three. 
(laughs) (laughs) Now, another woman steps forward. She does not have a social media page. She is a surgeon in Atlanta. So a very well-to-do. Well. And I'm like, how are you even meeting him? Because here's the thing. I think these women are meeting him because, I mean, on the surface, you're a surgeon. You're doing good in your career. And here you go. You have this relationship expert who you whose background you don't know much of, but he's a good-looking man to, you know, to them. He's a good-looking man. He's a stand-up guy. He's, you know, by all intents and purposes, successful. Like, of course, she's like, this is the caliber of men I'm supposed to be meeting. <laughs> she Okay, she got caught up. Because... Now, I can't remember her name, but she comes forward to Tasha too. Now, the gag is, the, <laughs> the gag is, she, um, Derek hit her with the gag order, like, yesterday, right? Somebody's going to hit you up, some bloggers are going to, she's like, what are you talking about? I don't, what are you talking about, blah, 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 just down the third, like, and she even says with Tasha, like, had he not told me that you were reaching out to me, I would have known none of this was happening. She's not, she's not with this. Okay? She's not with this she's at all. In, she's a surgeon. She's she just, she got shit to do. She got lives she's to say. Cutting, cutting, she cutting. is not on Instagram. She's not on Twitter. You know what she's on? She has scalps in her hand. Mm. Get ready to cut people open to save their lives. But now she's ready to cut a bitch because she got on to Tasha K and spill all the tea. All the tea. On Tasha K, she says that they, oh, they met up as as early as last week. March 18th. So this is fresh, okay? Mind you, what we have to remind people is he just told us on the little clip where he said, I'm cheating. He said they are working on the relationship. Relationship is going, you know, they're, they've addressed it's been everything. Five to six months. Told her everything, blah, blah, blah. But you just saw my good surgeon sister on the 18th. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she says, she basically says that they've been messing around at, as as late as or as early as the 18th and she didn't know all of this was going on um and it wasn't until he brought it up that then things started to unfold and she said you know what I'm just gonna go on the blogs because I don't understand what's going on blah 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 she then reveals to Tasha that she had sort of a physical situation with him like once you know as they started dating um as they started dating she has said he had like gone very religious, not really, excuse me, jealous. She had went to, she went to go visit family members in another state and he was calling, 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 calling her, couldn't get a hold of her, was then sending messages as like, where are you? There's a, a demanding to know where she is. She finally, oh, the text messages in, in her words were, you know, um, uh, what did what did he say? Oh, you're not about to play with my emotions. Why don't you pick up the phone? Blah 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 blah. blah. Finally, she pick, She finally answers the phone, and he's just like, "Oh, get your ass back to Georgia now." <laughs> She's just like, "I'm with my family. Like, what do you want me to do?" Yo, I'm sorry, like. This is bu- this is comical because this is crazy. You hear this? You're like, wait, this man said what? He, I'm telling you, if anyone goes to Tasha, she says he told her to get her ass back to Georgia now because there's no way. Anytime that he's called, he she always picks up the phone. She doesn't understand 
he doesn't understand why she's not picking up the phone now. Because the world revolves around who? Mr. Him. Derek. Yeah, exactly. Narcissism. So she then cuts to another situation where I think she was, they were in conversation. She was trying to leave. He grabbed her arm and she was like, yeah, you know, he's very strong. And he like grabbed my arm. And I told him if he doesn't, I forget what, honestly, I forget what she said after she said, grab my arm. But, but then in, in somehow in the conversation, it says, you know, my, he reveals to her that his wife had accused him for hitting her. But <laughs> he then said, I just didn't appreciate because whatever happens in my household should stay in my household. Cause she ended up telling her family. So Miss, um, I'm gonna call her Miss. I'm no, I'm not. I'm gonna call Miss Surgeon. Miss Surgeon then reveals to us that if we look at his most recent videos, you can see her house in the background because she a has the mansion. white. Mm. She has the white arches on her windows. And that's this the part that's wild, right? Because he's coming in his car telling us seven ways to keep a man. Seven ways to do this, but I'm sorry. You were you out here cheating. You were people before we knew about Miss Surgeon number woman number three. We were all joking, like, oh man, was he in his car on his way to cheat on his LOL? But it was true. true. He was on his way to cheat. Oh my goodness. This story drives me crazy. It doesn't even drive me crazy. It just really is. I'm, I'm flabbergasted because of the audacity, right? Mm. The audacity of this man and the narcissism of this man to then have built your whole platform around help, around targeting and quote unquote helping vulnerable, impressionable black women who you know have, have not had successful relationships to then give them relationships to find men who you portray men like you because black men don't cheat. And all the while you're cheating on your wife? How do you live with yourself? <laughs> and so for me, I'm, I haven't been, and I know you haven't either, Ronke, been one of those people who followed him or like, you know, read into his um, readings and teachings mm -hmm. and all this shit. Because honestly, I don't know if I said this earlier, a man who just targets talking to women about men and not the men that he's speaking about is a problem. Because we saw another guru get plummeted after he then divorced in a nasty divorce with a former singer. I'm it's not my place to say, but if yep. people know, they know um, has, that has fallen. And now this, and this is a tremendous fall because in Tasha's video, uh, excuse me, in Tasha's um, YouTube, yeah, YouTube video, she basically said that he has a contract with TD Jakes to do. Really? Seminars, yeah. To do books. And that's why he hit TD Jakes. Correct. And that's why he hit Miss Surgeon with the gag order because she, he said if, if anything came out, it would jeopardize his business with TD Jakes. Well, I guess this is the question. Why didn't the two first two women matter? I guess because the first woman, the first woman, he, he was defensive, right? The second woman was his like saving grace, you know, I'm, I've confessed, I'm coming that clean. Be my, what the book but now Miss Surgeon disrupts everything. You are continuously a liar and a cheater because you're still cheating on your wife. You're well, this is interesting, right? Because not only do 
give the consumer, like women, fall for this. You're telling me be T.D. Jacobs. I was like, yep, this is the only man. Correct. Correct. <laughs> because he knows this man to be religious, right? All we know of Derek is that he is some, you know, we know him. He's portrayed himself to be the good black man, the good black yeah. man who doesn't cheat and who uses who uses God as the pillar of his relationship and his relationship with his significant other and his wife. Mm-hmm. And that's what I believe everyone was going after. That's it. Yeah. And and, and I, I want to just put it out there because I don't want people to think we're just out here thinking, oh, every single black man cheat or God no. isn't present. In but the that's what he's been telling women. People can't use religion in an healthy way, right? Like, so... We know other couples, I personally don't, but there are couples who very much religion is a center of their relationship and it's yep. being used in positive manner. So this is not a, oh, we think everyone is just going to use God to be this horrible person or that every single black man is out here just being monsters. Being messy. What we do know is Derek was always the first person Yep criticize yep. and to call out these quote-unquote bad black men mm-hmm. who either step out, don't honor their partner in a certain way. But then we are seeing that hmm, neither are you. Who are you? Should, you? should you throw stones when you... No, because not a, he doesn't live in a, house, a, gla- a glass house. He lives in a house of cards. And it's crumbling. Exactly. He's criticized black men. He tell, says to black to women that all these black men ain't shit. And this is how you're supposed to spot them and see them and do them whole time he was himself. So sometimes I wonder, like, is is does he genuinely believe himself or is he a tormented soul that's just trying to redeem himself but not in the like romantic oh he's tormented but like i mean psychologically something deep-seated that is messing around with himself that he has to now disassociate himself from the problem what we know for sure is something ain't right right because this is not a two-month lie this is not a one-year lie this is a lie that with the public at least right with us it's a 10-year lie it's a 10-year lie life it's even longer because based on the timeline they give us they've been dating either since high school or early college right exactly so how do you i guess the big question is and i guess i do agree like are you tormented something has to be wrong upstairs because how do you wake up every day Every day, shoot this content all the that time. You yourself know you do not live by. If anything, you're Go the opposite. To, you know, conferences and you do all these posting and books. I think at some point you yeah, like a couple's card that you can play to get intimacy. And I, so this is the thing we also have to discuss that how much of this for him was a business opportunity. He saw a group of people that are vulnerable that, would, mm-hmm. that in his opinion, would eat anything up. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like a Ponzi scheme, right? Like people were telling you, it is oh, a Ponzi scheme. Your cancer, right? Yes. Like, but you know it doesn't. It's a right? Ponzi they scheme. Keep, they keep selling it, right? So, how much of this is someone who's just a business person who's like, I'm just going to take it and live the lie mm-hmm. and, and just become a mini, I don't know what he's worth. Some people are spending, but I mean, that he's had he's million. he's made millions. I've genuinely exactly. believe that. So, how much of it is that, 
how much of it is a man who's equally just, just like the men he's always told us about and trying to figure their own, well, I don't even think he's trying to figure nothing out. I think he, I honestly think he's an opportunist. I think, I think he saw a niche and he said, you know, I see that black women need a guiding light and I'm going to be that guiding light because you know what? He's the prototype of what he believes black women want in black men. Strong, dark skin. We made a whole thing about being dark skin. Holy. He goes to church. He has a degree because they went to college and he's working hard. He for himself, I think he genuinely believes that he is the prototype of desire for all black women. So therefore, I'm going to be the one to help them to find people just like me. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is that, so a little part of it is also God complex, right? Like mm. this idea of I'm the savior. I can fix it. I can tell them what either their issues are or the men issue are. And these are the things they need to do to address it, right? Which is very disturbing. Mm-hmm. I think for me, where even when you look at the wife interview and like they were part I'm like, how much of this is so? If he, if we are going along the line of he's an entrepreneur, he's a business person who yep. knows no bounds, has no line. That how much of it is the family structure? Like how much of it as a couple is also we're trying to save this empire? Or do you truly do you believe she's also fully like no? I really believe that. I think she fully believes that and fully believes him, and the byproduct of that is saving his company. But because she, I don't think as a good woman. Company. By her man, one thousand do whatever it takes. Because she's super religious, and one thing I've I've recognized about those who follow religion so closely, Christianity specifically, and I'm not talking about spirituality. I'm talking about the institution of religion, is mm-hmm. that they position men anytime something has ailed a man, or within the marriage, it's the devil's fault. There's no accountability, right? It's always like, there's a demon. We have to pray out of him. There is a devil that he's working through. There's no accountability. So I believe in her mind till this day, she feels like there's a demon within or a devil or a spirit inside of him that needs to be casted out so that he can finally be the man that she knows him to be. When really in reality, this is who he is. Mm -hmm. This is it. This is the part that we also have to throw out there. So she has... Since they did the video, the recording together as a couple, she's also released a solo video where she's gone on to defend him and said, um, you know, she believes, like you said, it's the devil's work. Yeah. But this is all pre-woman number, number three. three. Yes. So we have not heard anything. And Surgeon also disclosed something about a, a pregnancy. Correct. Yep, she was so pregnant. Now she told him she did not want to have the baby. Correct. He, he said to her, he was trying to delay the termination process because she he wanted her to have his baby. Because God complex. And the thing is that she even said, we've had, it wasn't that she didn't want to keep the baby because, oh, I'm not sure what we are. Yeah. She said she's told him prior to, in the beginning, yep. that she doesn't want yeah. kids. So I think point, technically she's still in a re- her residency yeah. or something so along the line into it so now it'll be interesting to see does his wife continue to, to double down yeah or will she double down i've not checked her page. i don't i haven't so i looked at his page i have not looked at her page and i i they've she, he's been very quiet mm-hmm. but i just i 
I just don't know if I think she's going to stay quiet because I think and and I listen was I don't know if you saw Charlemagne um made him donkey of the day um made Derek Jackson and it was a really good donkey of the day but basically he said not and one thing I, I really took to was that we don't recognize like the amount of bullying she's she's has to undergo she's undergoing now right yeah. after coming out so I genuinely believe this third round she's gonna stay quiet like because what else is there to say you can't keep praying it away you have already corroborated that you guys have been working through this for months and now someone comes around be like i saw him last week sis he was trying for me to keep the baby what do you say not only that we've been working on for months so much so that we've gotten an opportunity to write a book to tell you all how to get through your own issues as couple right so now and one thing I want to put out there is I'm never, and I tell Jess this all the time, I'm never the person to tell someone, oh, leave him, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I very much don't think cheating always equals ending a of relationship. relationship. I don't think love evaporates from relationship because somebody stepped out. The, um, people I cheat, they try. It's the disrespect. Correct. Correct. And I think the issue, the, the reason why this has become very intense for people is that it's almost like you find out your pastor is yeah. sleeping with like the choir, congregation. right? Yeah. Or told tells you guys every Sunday, no sex outside of your marriage. Wasn't that Giselle's husband on her real house of the Potomac? Oh, another disturbing soul. I mean, like, I because he's on what, like baby number 10. I, I, oh. I, I truly can't. But his thing is like, everyone knows, but these people are still like, yep, I'll go there. Him and his little pink suit. And you know, <laughs> And we will have to get into that. But when I was talking to my sister earlier, she basically was like, people will always, she was telling me people will buy Derek's book. People will always go back to the church because they will see these men now as like, they've undergone it. And now they'll know how to get through it. They'll have advice to help us get through it. Like, no, these people are deplorable human beings. Why do we allow them to keep quote unquote shepherding us Correct. into any sort of, any sort of well-being when they themselves are not well? Why would I buy the book? Why would I go back to their church? This is my biggest issue, and I think we were talking about it a lot. And and one another discussion yesterday when it came up. Who what do people have to show us for us to say, yep, that's an expert. Yep, that's somebody we should listen to. Because if going by what your sister said, people are still going to buy his book because they think he's gone through it. But what has he gone through? Because what it, what we've seen is somebody who continued to lie yep. through the lie we've cut him. Through the lie. Right? Who's still trying to sell off is clearly unproven book because yep. it doesn't look like he's saved. There's no healing. How do you he's heal without healed? He's not he healed. And he's still hurting. It's still very much. And the thing is like, even like from people who have gone through cheating relationships, it's still so much in the early stage that to be saying like, we've gone through. We're good. We're good. It's such BS. So then I'll do, assuming people do buy the book, I'm always curious as to what do they keep seeing that makes them think, Yep, this person knows. You know why? I think it's because we always find value in the word of men, black men, than we would of black women. Because had the tables been turned, you would have seen people, women and men, come out of the woodworks and shame this woman, shame yeah, this she's woman a Jezebel, oblivion. She's, this, she's that. Because, oh my god! Absolutely. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, most some people in his constituent or the people who follow him will believe this in the same way that his wife believes that that, that it is a devil and it's a demon and we have to step by 
him. We have to pray over him. We have to do this. We have to do that. Versus when women get in trouble, it's inherent to her. She's a Jezebel. She's an Eve. She's sick. She's that. So there's no forgiveness for that because that's her character versus this is not his character. So men, they will continue to go to the church. They will continue to buy the books. They will continue to do this because they value the word of these men. Because I think inherently they believe this is the man that we want. Like these are still representatives of the types of men or at least the types of men we've been sold to want. Absolutely. And if you remember day one, when the whole news broke down, and this is also something that like, I was just like, okay, this is, everyone is tripping, slightly including her was the moment the news broke, right? She posted a lot of things around lust, right? Yes. And this pastor talking around like people will come and trying to kind of push you off your path and, lust which ultimately paints these women who did not even know he was married correct he told i was separated for a year who he told you want you know things went south with you guys now they're these lustful beings who coming jezebels coming directed he's the good man who, when he's the one who perpetuated their, their connections, their situation, because one of the girls, number two, she came and she was, I slid in his DMs because I wanted advice. And that turned into a sexual relationship. Exactly. And she said at that point, she just lost a relationship with her man. That was very important to her. And I think her brother also had just died. So she was just dealing with the law and she's always followed him, always read his book, always thought he was an expert. And she's like, I just needed to hear advice. From someone who see got it, who understood, who understood. And who will understand what I'm going through. But this is the thing, and that's we, you and I talk about this all the time. What? How does he understand what you're going through? Because the thing is, Derek has not up until now. Derek has not presented that he's ever been in a relationship. Correct. So we don't know if it's ever been any successful. Correct. And and I think by negation, people didn't hear anybody he was messing with or talking to so or therefore cheating on. So therefore he's he's viable because he, we have seen no controversy around him. He must be a good guy treating his girl right. Or no you could be are. asexual. Like we don't know. But we assume. He fits the prototype of what, what they believe black women want. And some people do want that, right? Like, so he's sitting around like, this must be a good guy because here he is coming to help us and talk to us and all this. And there's no controversy around him for 10 years. 10 years. It's just like a Ponzi scheme because imagine if you're the, imagine you're the first few people who come, right? You get your return and then some. You're like, oh, hell yeah, I'm coming back. That's what they were experiencing until you turn around and be like, no, he just Bernie Madoff, all of y'all. Exactly. And the thing is that like, also for some of these women, right? Because it depends on how you pick and choose. So I'm sure he has different followers, right? They are yeah. the ones who are following everything by the T. Mm-hmm. And there are some people who have other tools in their in their box where yeah. maybe you're already talking to your own personal therapist. Maybe you are talking to your pastor, whatever the case might be. And his tool is just one of the other the instruments other things, in your box. Right. So you probably got out, got the man you want because... And you will think, oh, Eric got me through it. But really, no, you are this slew of tools. And we talked about this yesterday about what is the work that women are doing outside of Derek that helps get the experience of the man that they want. Because you can't just be using him. And how do we, because if you look now on like Instagram and I mean on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, um, Amazon, everyone, all these men got a book. Everybody. Everybody. 
I tell Jess all the time. One thing that I don't like is you a man. You want to talk about relationship? Talk to men. Talk to men. Don't talk to me. Why are you talking to me? Why are you talking to me? Why are you talking to me? Because women, especially when it comes to, I'm not saying all, but some, when especially when they, when they sort of, um, they follow this religious dogma about them being the head of the household. It's the oh. women that needs the help. Because yeah, it is because the woman he, who's he, wrong. He's a perfect being, right? Me. Like it is the woman. God, God it's the is Eve. directing him. Yes, God is directing like me, him. I don't know God. No, I don't know God because I'm a motherfucking Eve, clearly. Because I'm the one who's getting apples left and right, making niggas eat it. That's what they talk. That's why they and and I had to think about like why is it they always because they don't they don't believe that something is fundamentally wrong in the way in which men think right or not even I can't say all men but they don't believe that men need the help they believe the women need the help because Absolutely. because women got to do this women got to do that they got to look good all the here's all the tools to keep you a man but we all know that don't keep shit exactly and the thing is that like so mo- part of that is in the household we're teaching young girls. Yep. He is out to keep a man. Like for a lot of us, it's not as early as you should learn to cook and your little brothers don't cook. Let because me tell as a you, good woman, since I was a slave away up, on a Sunday, every Saturday, we I gotta wait. First of all, I spent the whole week at school trying to overachieve. Then on Saturdays, I wake up dumb early to clean the house. And afterwards, we gotta go cook. My mom would, and again, I'm happy I have those life lessons, but the mm-hmm. life lessons was predicated on here's what you would have to learn to do to get a man. So yep. every Saturday, you clean your house from top to bottom, then you clean the meat, then you season the meat so that to, on Sunday, you gotta do the laundry and you gotta go to church, you gotta come back, you gotta make a full meal, and then get ready for the week. All for you to have a man. Where am I getting ready? At this point, it's like I've literally worked seven days a week. <laughs> day. I've worked seven days a week. I've no worked, break. and all of this was all predicated to how to be a good wife yeah. for your husband. Go to school, get a degree, make your money, get clean the house, learn to cook, so you could get a good man. And that don't mean shit because that don't keep him. That don't that don't that don't get him. That don't keep him. But that's what women are told. Meanwhile, men are like. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Yeah. Not until one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. Got all different types of girlfriends coming in and out. Oh, he's just a boy. He's just a boy. What are we mm. teaching them? Exactly. Nothing is the wrong thing, with them. And the thing that's even more that then makes it all even worse is then we're telling boys that what a good woman is mm. is the keep on is his mom you know, is right. clean. She's but then clean. as this boy grow up, they realize well, I have Uber Eats. I, I could care less. Cook, I really don't give a damn. <laughs> or but, I don't care that you fold my shirts. That's not but who here I mean. you are. I was reading a story on Instagram of a Nigerian lady who said, literally, because that's all she heard every day. Like, as a good woman, you know, you wake up when your husband wake up. She makes dinner, all this stuff. And she said she would, the first few months of marriage, she would literally, it would come home and she would like kneel down and bring his food. And then, he saw this guy like jarring. He's like, okay, maybe you know, my eyes are wide. Kneel down like, like you'll be going on a trip. And she's like, Do you want me to pack for you? And he and then one day finally go, Why would you pack my trip stuff? And she goes, Well, that's what I'm supposed to do. And he's like, But I'm the one going on the trip. I'm the one who knows what I need for the trip because it's my trip. Yeah. If you pack it, I would you know what I need. And then he said the same thing, like also with the cooking, I mean, you could chew with the kneeling. I can just take the food. And she would say like, and when I was growing up too, this is something that people would do. 
food will be in multiple dishes when you're serving men. Yep. I don't, I, I don't know if Asians are like that. Very much. Like, the little, little rice bowl, the sauce bowl, the <laughs> stew, the dish. It's a whole Ooh. production. <laughs> Ooh. I'm just like, it's a production. what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's a production. I used to be like, nothing is ever this serious. But what, was, like, what was interesting for me is my dad was never a mm-hmm. funny person. So he's never somebody who he wants to come more. Like, I yeah. remember many times when my dad would come and be like, my mom was like, well, you were late, so we ate. Good luck. And he was like, okay. Kitchen, just like figuring it out. Wow. But I, I literally know people where you go to their house, like their dad eats first. Well, yeah, you, you're sure. the one who cook for 12 hours. For 12 hours. Asian food, I know Nigerian food does too. It takes four days to make that food. You spent four days making that food and a man got to eat first? He didn't do nothing but say watch TV. Yeah. Girl, how do we mitigate that when, first of all, we are living in a new society where the things that we really think used to be important, at some point were, right? If you think about like men were the hunters, women were the gathers, that kind of bullshit. Mm -hmm. Everyone was doing what has aligned with their skill set to to build a home. So yes, at some point, in time, all of that makes sense. But then as a society, women started working, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. Technology mm-hmm. came, all that stuff. So now what we are seeing is that the things that we keep telling young girls are so essential to keep in a relationship. Keep in a relationship. Say, oh, food is the way to a man's art. No, the hell no, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. But people will still tell young girls that. But then you're telling, you're telling boys that too. Then boys are realizing, honestly, I get a girls who didn't cook and I like them equally. Yeah. Right. So but then, but 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 then with that, it's like when men when men come to that conclusion, they don't question their manhood. It's just like, well, it's kind of that I I like women who don't do that. I I have that experience. But women women are not having that experience. They feel devalued. Like, oh my god, like he doesn't like what I don't cook. Like that's all I know. I ain't shit. I'm this. I'm that. It 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 it's it for them. It like becomes a whole character deconstruction versus being for young boys or or for young men just a a thing of preference Mm -hmm. and that's what's happening because you and I had talked about this yesterday like now we're in a society where women are asking for money and Birkin bags and all this stuff and I think it's because if we're transitioning from this idea of women having to be this Oh, again, it de- it, for every household, it depends, but women no longer, we're not setting the standard that you have to know to cook and clean in order to cl- keep a man, but also are not being advised or told or affirmed that they can too, can have their own preferences and develop that for themselves. What they're being told is at least get some money for your motherfucking time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least get paid, at least get some sort of retribution because, you're, because the, the idea is that you're just going to meet men who are out there doing them. And they don't necessarily have the permission to just, women don't necessarily have the permission to just do them. So at least if they're in this dating, whatever predicament, entanglement, situationships, mm. they can at least get paid. Absolutely. And I, so, and you got, we went deep into this conversation, right? In terms of what does that look like? And yeah, one of the biggest thing that I've been, that I think it's crucial, especially for women, because I ride with women obviously. I think men is gonna that's right their own stuff is how do you then do the work pre this relationship to be able to know well what who am I what do what what is my core what do I bring to the table what what are the essential things that I think make me a unique being 
So that way, when you are in a situation where, oh, somebody's like, well, I don't cook, I don't, I don't clean, it's, it's not something that leads to unraveling your whole thing. But where, right? because, but where are women getting, like, there's nowhere where women are getting. And I think that's where we now need to focus on. Because right? they were getting, yeah. When we think about these experts, that's the thing that always kind of frustrates me is that every solution that's offered, it's not necessarily to better the being. It's yeah. always to like maintain somebody else's happiness. Yeah. Right? In hope that their happiness will make you happy. You happy. Or now that you've gotten a man, you should be happy. Exactly. It's like, and I'm not saying people don't. If you want a man, get a man. I don't get think that's a bad thing, but I also think exactly. you should be happy. Right? Yeah. You should be happy because you are a living human being, period. It's not because you're happy because you need a man, because you want to have kids. I mean, those things make you happy. Those are all ancillary to you being happy. But women Mm -hmm. are consistently not told this. And that's why I think they consistently fall prey to men like Derrick Jackson's of the world. And even um, there's another one. What's his name? Samuel. um, Samuel. I keep forgetting, but you know, the one who goes in. Evan Samuel. Samuel Evans. I think it's, I don't know, something sad. Because the thing is, these women will call in. Like, we know. That's the, we know uh, who it is. But they call the in that. Because that's another thing we were talking about. It's just like, well, they do, you know, they, some people will say, well, he does make a point. But then it's like, who is he to make any type of assessment? What, who is Derek Jackson to make any type of excess assessment? Who is this other guy to make any type of, of assessment about? But it's all, but again, it's all predicated on what a man wants and what a man should need, what a man should desire. Because when I hear him rip into these women, I'm just like, yo. Because then he starts off with a rating system. Oh, you are four, you are five. According to oh, who? No, back up. He will tell you to rate yourself, which is a setup. Because you say you a 10, oh, get the fuck out of here. Right? No, you're a six. So, to whom? <laughs> to whom? Who and am I a six? This, who am I a four? Oh, high valued man don't want you. Who is the, where's the high value man here telling me about other high value men? But women do not, black women do not have the resource in the way for them to be like, this is, because how different would it be if Samuel came to them and said, listen, you're a woman, you have a child, you this and a third. Okay, talk about what it is that you want. What is it that you're willing to give? Like something along those lines about what's going to keep you happy. Are you happy now? No. What makes you happy? These are the steps to get to your own happiness. And then, you know, work, work, you know, towards whatever else you want. If a man is, a, is to make you happy, find a man. But you no, it's none of it. It's all about all superficial shit attractability whether you're a single mom or not a single mom whether you have a job or you don't have a job if you have a job that's too low level high power men don't like that if you have a job that's too high level high power men don't, don't like that so and the thing the thing with him it's it's i have a lot of issues one i i by now we know what the show is about it's not an ambush you know what's gonna happen correct okay so i always question why do people keep calling him? That, that's the biggest thing. Like, no, because at some point I thought maybe he pays them. No, he like maybe it's more me. of a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is where my biggest issue with, with the whole setup of the show. Men like him are also the men who are quick to call you a gold digger. Quick. But then in the way they present what men bring to the table, it's consistently surrounded around finances and they can take care of you. So it's like, well, then what's what? 
Yes, because exactly. Pretty much what ease establishes relationship is transactional. Yes. You get a rich man because you're pretty. Yes. Here's but the then, input. Do, 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 A, B, C, and D. These are the inputs. So you, and then this is what you, so therefore, you, this, you get this. Exactly. Get this now, type. let's put it out there. Sometimes that does happen, right? There are relationships where like, yeah, this person is clearly, you know, he's, he or she's making bank and he or she is, you know, they, they value looks and all of that stuff. But we also know there are tons of successful relationships that exist outside of that. We also know that men, at least the men that I know, when they're thinking about partnership, it's not just, oh, she's cute. At this point where yeah. you get married to somebody, I'm inheriting your debt, I'm inheriting. Yeah. Anything you come with is now mine. Us. Right. So how would you then say, oh, what all men care about is, are you pretty? Yeah. Make sure you don't have any kids. Mind right. you, these men be having 10 kids. Um, revert back to pastor, what's his name? Okay. Okay. Do you have any kids? This quote unquote, like, do you have any baggage? And then the idea that baggage. you cannot make too much because right. it's a threat. But the thing right. is, wealth building don't happen when it's just one person. But that's the thing. You also can't make too little because exactly. You, so they're not you can't win it. If, if they're a millionaire, they're not trying to just date the woman who's who's a waitress. Okay. But you just say that I'm pretty. I'm gonna get my I money. Be able to get that because because, oh, no, no, no. because he, he will argue that the waitresses know when the high value men come because they got money and they're gold diggers. Like, what do you want us to do? And that's where the question is. And I, obviously, I have not dig, and I'm just curious if you know, are there any women in this space who are actually the Kevin, like the Derek and the Samuels of the world? Because I would love to have a space where women are getting advice from women. But there's always there's been this connotation that women can't give relationship advice i agree i because like, honestly i don't i don't know not in the same not in not in the same way that we know of all these people this man even samuel is very new right like he just came into the ether and he's already taking them and he's shows. already taking every right and then we i just know of the men the men have been the most vocal the most mm -hmm. prominent and they have been the ones to to rise to the occasion because at the end of the day a lot of the pygmishas, I want to say, are the ones mm. who help these men rise. And I'm not saying it's all of them. I don't believe that because I do. I, I agree to your point earlier that some women you have used Derek and the Derek's alike's advice as part of their toolkit and not mm -hmm. all of it. But then you do have a good number of people who just use, OK, if I want a black man, I got to listen to this black man that will bring me to the black man that I want. And this woman, she ain't got no man. I don't need to listen to her. That's okay. I see what I, I think that's that's the downfall. But the thing is, if it's very easy for you to say, well, this woman don't got a man, so I can't listen to her, then why would you listen to Derek, who's never shown you to ever be? I a agree. Woman? Do but you see the madness? Desirability because because I'm not saying for all, but from 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 some, it's like because he's a representation of the thing that he wants, so they will listen to him. Because ideally, because look, why am I if because single women in society especially single black women you know in, in chinese society they call these women leftover women oh like you know that? and i i genuinely believe that's the sentiment here is that why would Wait, a woman let's go back to the china thing but then isn't there like a big man the ratio of men to women in china is significantly off so there will be leftover women regardless 
unless they started allowing poly relationships. Yeah, that's what they was it Orshan Nu, a derogatory term used in China to describe educated professional women in their mid 20s and 30s who are not married. They be calling these women that. And I believe this sentiment is pervasive here in the United States that women, a lot of women won't listen to other single women because they're not who they desire to be or to be with. So the Derek Jacksons and others alike will listen to we're more so, more so listen to these men because they're who they aspire to be with. Even if we don't know their character in total, even if we don't know their background, they're more of a representation of, of aspiration than women, single women in their 30s who choose to be single, 20s or 30s, late 20s, 30s, even 40s, who choose to be single, who choose happiness, but ain't got no man. Mm. That's but you know what's weird is that those the women who, who do have that sense, not seeing the speech. Because I've always been, and maybe again, this is space, is that you could be married if you want to be married. Would you get a good husband is the question. I think being married, oh, you hear people tell you, oh, we met through, that, because listen, there's always somebody looking for a come up. But I think people think marriage already equates happiness. And it's not until they're in marriage, they're like, this ain't shit. Let me tell get you. Get out of it. And that's why I be looking at all the marriage. I'm like, shut up. You say you wanted it. You better stay there. Stay in it. Because, the, and that's the thing. What are we looking for? What are we tackling? Because we think the end goal is marriage, companionship. But really, what we're not saying is what we want is happiness with someone. It's a partnership, right? It's true hmm. companionship. But people don't know what that is. They only know that to be marriage. And also, they, and even I, back even back when like when I first started dating I remember like I wanted you know I wanted to be with someone who I could spend time with and blah 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 and everybody was like, oh you want a boyfriend you want a boyfriend I'm like well doesn't something in between that exist where I don't feel like I have to commit to someone in order to get the respect as a woman yeah that's what that's what I want to explain they're like oh well you want a you want a boyfriend you want a boyfriend but then that's continued to be true because it's like not that I wanted a boyfriend, but that it is very hard to get into sort of this this great not a gray zone, but to get into this zone where it's not in a dichotomy, right? It's not like oh you have a boyfriend and it's respect as people assume it to be, or you don't have a boyfriend or you don't have a significant other. You just out here hoeing, you disrespectful. But that's why I'm saying doing the work is critical because I would I would say for me in my experience I've operated a lot in those gray areas where these are not people that I would call boyfriends and not because, oh, oh my God, it didn't me, but very much like what we had going was, was working and was good and there wasn't this intense expectation of each other, but we knew we enjoyed each other's company. I, to me, I got this, to some people, they feel like, oh, it is a relationship because I was getting to them the same perk that a, a girlfriend would get. Because people but my thing is like, no, things. because these are the expectation that's that's that. You wanna you wanna rock with this? These are the things that got to be done, right? So I do think the gray area exists, but I think it only exists when you yourself, because this is the thing. Men would try to dangle that stupid relationship in your face. Yeah, girl, they would like try to stress it. you out with the little marriage. Right. So today, when you tell guys, they're like, oh no, like I'm like I people ask me I'm like, oh, I want to be married. And I and I think we've had this conversation. I'm like, very much the idea of marriage isn't something I'm like, oh. Well, I think partnership is, would be really nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that something that I would love? Yes. Do I think it has to come in a package of a marriage? No, right? But a lot of times, 
when you tell men that, part of it, they are kind of like taken aback. Yeah. Like, because it's always been this powerfully of like, you're going to want to be with me forever. Like, who does like, like, I want to marry you? you. Uh, yeah, like, I absolutely enjoyed <laughs> Like, I know, but I absolutely enjoyed <laughs> not being with somebody 24 7, right? So, I have operated in gray areas that I thought was healthy, was respectful, everybody. But a lot of people don't, and I don't think women have that. I think, and that's why I think there's so, there's so much, I don't, I can't think of the term, but like, there's just so much talk about not being operate in a space of respect. And so we see the memes, we see the social media of people saying like, oh, you know, talking stage is dead, you know, because people don't respect that. People don't respect that you two guys can be too individual in a, in a macro scale. I can't say for a micro, but on a macro scale, what I've seen is that you don't often get into situation and, and, and to your point, it could be a matter of not ha- doing the work and not having those conversations with people. Cause I know in the past, I didn't have this, like, sit down. This is what the fuck going to be. We're going to do this. <laughs> sign the document, sir. Give me, give, listen, sign it. You know, I, I know for me, I didn't operate from that space and that could have been part of it. But another part of it too, is just like, you don't meet people offhand that are like, all right, let's both be in this space in a respectful way and you know move forward that's why situationships exist because you're trying to work in sort of this gray area to see what direction you want to take and the person is talking to other people the person is lying the person is you know I, men or women whoever is in it is lying as cheating is expecting the perk but not getting the perk and getting mad and getting it becomes so convoluted because mm-hmm. it seems like people need to it seems like people need to have that specific boundary of which they need to operate from whether you're going to be hoeing or you're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend and there's nothing else. There's nothing else. And that's why things don't work. Nobody can really explore who they are. Because what if you don't want to be a hoe? You just want to have great company. Or what if you or what if you do want to have a, a yeah, what if you just want to have some like in the in the relationships or the um the um even in some of in your experience, as you were just saying, like you've operated in a space where you guys can have had a mutual respect and understanding for whatever however you were exploring it but people don't see it that way they say oh this is a relationship because they only oh, yeah oh oh like that oh you're getting played right like oh yeah, the, the idea that a woman is very much comfortable with like no is that your man no what are you guys oh you know we're friends the idea that you you are not getting what they think you, sh- you quote unquote should be getting immediately is that like, oh you're getting played it's like like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm, I actually think. So I, I just think it's such a hard place for women to, because the thing is for women, they groom you to be ready for this quote unquote partnership. You would have no, not what, nothing gives you, le- religion doesn't give you leeway to explore. Society doesn't give you leeway to explore. You're left to, ex- and then you have no other sort of, well, I can't say that. It's not to say you don't have other people because I'm sure there are relationship, female relationship groups, but they don't get the recognition they deserve because they nobody want to be them if they single. And, and I think oh, this is what I've noticed though. Most female relationship groups are actually like PhD older, like professional, like therapists and things like that where they have studied both the science and like they're not just somebody who woke up in the middle of the night and and was like i'm a guru now exactly so i think because i was looking online of like books relationship books Mm -hmm. you was the one with the wild titles is always men always 
out to be the hoe that gets the ma- like. You're just like, what? What, what about men don't like women like you? It might do somebody. Imagine, and that's the question that I have for, for your for your listeners: is how do you, as a woman, literally pick up a book that says men don't like women like you? Hello, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, 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 oh, you me. Don't even- <laughs> When I tell you, I'm you don't even know me. I'm like clutching my pearls, girls. Like you don't even know me, but you already immediately already said men don't like you. Period. What am I learning here? Women don't. Men don't don't like like women like you. And God forbid, there is no book in the has ever been written entitled for a man. uh, Women don't like men like you. Not once. Not any book. Not even an article. Not even a blog post. We've made a whole, they, the abuse. I remember back in the day, they had a, there was another relationship guru who ended up having a website called Black Girls Are Easy. Do you remember that? No. It still exists. Let's see if it does. What year is that? That has to be like 2000, 2011. This one said, is your personality as bomb as your pussy? What? Oh my God. And then the next one is manifesting love. Everything is geared towards the guy, the woman doing the work. Why men don't approach you? How to attract more options. How to, all all for women to do. How to raise your vibration. Mastering phone sex. Exposing that. It is all geared. It's all for the dude. Because you think at this age, I'm going to be like, yeah, ooh. If you don't get off this little free 99 car. Exactly. To keep a man that that already said they don't like me. But I have to have for sex with this. <laughs> oh, podcast. Why high value men don't want you. Here's the thing. They operate on that sense of, of fear that a lot of women have of being alone. This is the thing. A lot of times then when you when talk about men, it's excuses. Because I don't know if you mm. see on the top, it literally goes, why men fake feelings? The other question, why are you faking feelings? Why are you faking feelings? So you why, I mean? why, why are you trying to explain to me while someone who's stepping to me like they like me and expressing that they like me, how I sh- understand that they're faking it? Do you, do you see the... Exactly, the- exactly. So, not on, so now you're not telling men, don't fake your feelings. You're telling women, here's how to spot it. <laughs> what? How am I supposed to know he's faking his feelings? Why am I supposed to know that? Why is he faking his feelings? You like, what is the issue? Because then they predicated on it being the woman's fault. I know I I've been in situations and I know others who've literally been like, okay, we're just looking up. And the moment I, I catch feelings like, okay, you know, I know this is what we agreed to, but my plans have changed. So I'm going to just exit left. Like I, I don't try to suffer through it. Like, no, I'm moving on. Claiming you, why men you want exclusively, but not officially. Why men want you exclusively, but not. A... Listen, if your personality gives way to normal chit chat and redundant question, he becomes bored. Maybe he should learn to keep a conversation. Why isn't he talking? <laughs> why aren't you saying something? Everything is on the woman doing the work. It is, exo- and this is coming from a man. It's not like, hey, men, let's not fake feelings with women. Hey, men, here's how to spot, you know, a woman's intention with you. First of all, and also, why, why, if you both are on the same page, why are friends with benefits bad? Or, okay, oh, he has a tab called For the Fellas. Let's see what he got. See, he hasn't even, 
He put nothing in there. Oh my God, listen to this. This is for the fellas. She ain't it. How to expose damaged, desperate, and deceitful women and attract your game changer. Can we pause? Can we pause? This is why we have to pause this. This is the same man these women are buying his book to learn how to get a man, but he's telling men women are deceitful, damaged. Do you see? Yo, these, yo, when I, t- they you, drive you, you crazy. Imagine you're going to someone for help on something and they're telling the second party like, yeah, this is not it for you. Like what? And he goes, finally, a book for men that cuts through all the nice guys nonsense because you're not supposed to be nice. Apparently. You're not supposed to be nice. And tell you the truth about dating in the 21st century. Oh, it's an ebook. Now I gotta see this. Finally, you gotta texting tip. Let's see the reviews. Texting tips. First date playbook. House date rules. How to go for sex. How to sell. How to tell she's the one. (laughs) After all that, you're gonna now help them find how you tell us she's the one. Oh, he's the one that wrote men don't like women like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So really. He's at the forefront of just telling women, oh, like, you ain't shit. horrible human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, period. I mean, look at this. See, this is you. the thing. Look like, at this. This book will help you attract the women of your dreams or your money back. No more recycling exes, falling for gold diggers, being stuck in the friend zone, or hanging onto a toxic relationship where you feel unappreciated and emasculated. So you're still saying, even in this book to men, here's what women are and what they got to do in order to get your attention. Listen to this. Listen to this. So this is one of the reviews, okay? And I don't even want to spend time on this man anymore, but I have to read this. This guy goes, hey, so women bought the book that's for men, okay? okay? So one guy go, the title is A Man's Review. Hey, fellas, if you're like me, you take a woman and put that in quotation, oh. review with a grain of salt <laughs> when it's about what a man should or shouldn't do. But this writer keeps telling women what they should or shouldn't do. But his male readers are saying, no, 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 we would never hear and take advice for women. Do you see the madness? Because I don't take, you know, if you're a man like me, you sh- what would a man should should or shouldn't do in relationship regard uh, in regards to relationship advice. I am a man. I'm here to tell you that this book is dope. Is dope? Is do- dope. like good? Like good. <laughs> oh my God. And then blah blah blah. He goes. I have to say, he spit some real game in this book, and it would take. It will make you a better man. I cannot. I cannot because can you see what I'm saying? That when men need advice about relationship, they don't come to women. So why do we, the women, we want to know why don't I have men, Lord? We think men are the one with the answer. And I'm not saying one way or another is right, but I'm just saying why is it that men never see us as a point of resource when they want to get a, a girlfriend, a wife? They will keep asking their little friend, little. Little nay, uh, yep. little nay, nay, yep, right? Like, because, oh, yep, it goes down to she's I don't not think calling me back. She's not calling me back. What should I do? People are conditioned 
conditioned and i i say this because people make different choices for themselves but i think initially people are conditioned to not trust the woman not mm. trust women and trust men and i it's littered everywhere everywhere from our workplace to our religion it's always that the man has to say why do you think the the world is the way it is not by men. <laughs> i'm just kidding but i'm just saying we because we we're trained we're conditioned to value the word and the inside of men and not for women that's why every time when women have a complaint or something wh whatever happens they need trust but verify but with men we could just take it as is so then where do we where do we go from here? That's a good point. I think to your point the other day when you were saying like women do have to do the work in the real work, like go to women and men go to therapy, like really do the work. You can't even for me, like on this platform, I've never positioned myself to be a relationship, anything. Mm. I, this is here to solely express my experience the experience of the, my guests and, the, and and to talk things out with, you know, if my friends and my besties come here, but, <laughs> but to express, but never have I ever said, here is a relationship, you know, relationship, I'm a relationship guru, I'm a this, but this could be a tool for anybody. Again, part of the toolbox of learning what it is to be in something successful, to be in a successful relationship, or just finding what it is that you want but it can't be the end all be all. Now, I think that the, I, cause I've been doing the work, right? I've gone to therapy. I've been having real objective conversations with the people I trust in my circle. I've been held accountable. I'm doing all that work so that, so that I'm not victimized by the Derek Jacksons of the world who only have one point of view and I'm taking it for a great I'm taking it as is wrapped up in a present boom that's what dudes like I'm I'm late I'm exactly there. but I but you know the it, other it day takes a lot of women just don't have um, that it's just gonna take a lot of rewiring for people especially if you grew up in a very religious household especially if you grew up in a very conservative household it's going to take a lot of rewiring to uh, to then get out of those bubbles and into new forms of of help first to know that you have a problem because even in the even my even even when i think about his wife i don't know if she knows that something is wrong or she knows something is wrong but maybe doesn't understand this other resources outside of what she knows. I don't know that. And I don't, I can't, I, I can't understand. And I also think she's an abuse, abuse victim. So that could also be it. But I, but I think women like her, you know, and a lot of women, because even for me, like I was indoctrinated in a very, very young age. This is what it's got to be. This is how it is. This is what you need to do to get your man and not get your man. And I followed it to a T up until I realized this shit ain't working. <laughs> this shit did not work okay and you know I, that's why i was telling you i did I would everything love to, i would love and to see people work. buy this book and like we i would love someone to do like research some kind of statistic on like how many people actually end up getting a man like i wonder if they would report back and say derek i got me i got me a man and he's been growing his followers have like, been growing what else does he need that. to know I don't think he tracks. I think he tracks his money. 
So I think that's where we go from there. But I think I think w- the work that women needs to do, not listening to these blogs about why men don't like you, is really understanding what it is that you, you know, you as a woman want, what you're willing to do. And also one thing I admire about Ronke, and not only because she's, you know, my bestie, um, is because she's always been very vocal about, when in any situation, whether it's relationships, work, friendships, about her expectations and what she wants. But I don't and I know for me growing up, I didn't have that leeway. And I see how it plays out in in your life, Ronke, like just being more intentional about the things about the people and the things that you want around you. And I think more and more women have to if you don't if you didn't grow up in that environment, you got to find the tools to do that or else we're going to continue getting got. Exactly. Because the thing that's terrifying is that, like, we're not talking about these women that are followers are in their 30s. Correct. Right? And they started this journey with them 10 years at ago. a crucial point in their life, right? Correct. Like, if you think right about out it, like, of college. Yeah. Where you, you do, because right out of college is when you start kind of forming in your head. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if this is true for others, what relationship, what you think an adult relationship is, right? Because up until then, you always thought, oh, it just didn't work because that's yeah. kid stuff. Kid stuff. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Once we become quote unquote adult, Dating is gonna change. Change. Yep. And that's when it they did met it. this guy. It did it. it was a lie. It's not... <laughs> I'm not bitter, but, but, it was but a you lie. know what the thing is that I, I tell you this all the time. I'm a firm believe, believer that dating is an habit. I think the way you date in high school is the same way until you unlearn it, it's gonna be the same way you did right. in college, it's gonna be the same way you did as an adult. And I remember like I still this image still sticks in my head so much to today. I remember in high school. Like, boys would think it was cute to, like, you know, went, like, try to rock and do girls and push them against the locker. Yeah, and yes. And they would stop. And I'm like, these are habits. You're learning habits where you're allowing things that you, you tell yourself, oh, that's just his way of expressing that he likes me, right? And then that, and that's what, 14, 15? The habit went, one, you're excusing behaviors for men. Instead of just saying, no, thank you. I'm good, Right? And then you're taking the behavior and telling yourself and interpret it to be positive for yourself when it's really not. But you're trying to tell yourself, oh, he's doing this because he likes me versus he's doing it because he's one, he doesn't have the emotional maturity or he's just a dick, right? So you are 14, 15, 16, you did that. You get to college. Let's be real. College dating scene is a disaster, right? You do more of that, more of the... And that's where situationship starts, right? Because, yeah, some people get into real, like, legit relationship, but really college was a lot of just, going, you know, trying to figure it out. Because yeah. And the thing is that, because I get it, you're, you're young, there's a lot of stuff in your play, but on both parties, right? So maybe we just didn't have the, the time to maintain relationship, right? So college was a lot of this, oh, it would be something else, but so we learning this excuses cycle, so then by the time you're an adult, that's all you know. Because I think I was, I don't know who I was telling that, like, I used to be very baffled when I meet people when they like, they tell you relationship after relationship after, and it's like horrible, horrible, horrible. And I'm just like, ow, like, how do you not get out of one and be like, you know what, never again. But then I realized, no, it's an habit. And it's, it's something that's so deeply set now that you have to consistently remind yourself, you know what, this is not it. Yeah. And I'm the queen of, people say, oh, you leave too early. I don't give a damn. <laughs> it don't look right. It don't feel right. I don't uh-huh. care what it could be. I don't want to know. It doesn't okay. fit into 
what I've the perimeters in which I've set, it's not for me. Yeah. And the thing is, you might be for somebody else. That's right. Just I'm sure we've all dated somebody where you knew this is not for me. That doesn't mean you're a horrible man. Do it for somebody else. But the idea that take it out and and I think that's also the way they teach us about dating, right? Women. Mm-hmm. You're always supposed to stick. Stick it out. To the man don't because want it's you going to get better because you know boys will be boys. They don't know what they want, and you have to kind of help them get there. And then if you're somebody who's already on that path, you see the likes of Emily B finally getting what they wanted or Chris. Yes, the payoff. You know, you see these right. women who stuck it out, right? And it paid off. Now, if that's a journey you want to go on, cool. I knew that's never going to be my journey. <laughs> okay. Time to go. I appreciate you. And people, I remember I did it. I was talking to someone where he was very shocked. And I was like, you're shocked that this is ending? I just feel like no, this is not going great. He expects you. He expects you to stick it out. Exactly, because what he's so used to is, because on paper he's quote unquote this great guy, and what he's so used to is that people are very. The women you meet are in awe by that, and they keep telling themselves like, "Oh, I don't want to let it go. What if I don't meet this yeah. good guy again?" Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, "Oh, another good guy's around the corner. I just have to stop him." Happy. Guess what? Healthy. It should be finding the good guys too. So maybe <laughs> it's <laughs> you should see exactly. So maybe it's just about staying optimistic. Oh, there's a good guy. I'm good. Boom, another good guy around the corner. Boss driver, this is my stop. <laughs> Let's go. No, seriously. Nah, I, I think that. the way the way when you meet women now who are that age where they're like, oh, I just want to be married. Or this, 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 they just feel like they, all they talk about. Oh, what if I don't meet him? Yeah, there's never enough. And just like. Oh, there is. But then, while I also think there's always men, I also am a firm believer in, like, somebody's not, some, somebody among all of us would never get married. Yeah. But the number just don't work out that way. You can't say right? that out loud. And, and it's not like a negative thing, but I think that's a good balance to, yeah. like, there's a Because everyone that, operates on that, on the fact that, like, everyone operates on the fact that everyone is going to get married. going to find someone. Yeah. And, and I I'm think, just like, ow. I think that's what a lot of these, these gurus sell, too, that if you yeah, just the number doesn't work get married like the number just doesn't you know so they are going to be whether you think that's good or bad yeah there are going to be some people because we know now they are they are men and women who've gone all their lives not married and we've met some who are very happy with that decision and we've met some who are maybe bummed out about it yeah but we know it's happening Well, on that note, our final takeaway for me is buyer beware of these self-proclaimed gurus. I myself am not a guru. I will not proclaim to be. But if you do find yourself in need of a book called Why Men Don't Like Women Like You, let at least that be part of the toolkit and get some therapy go go to a professional seek out whatever demons devils that live within you and cast them out in a very healthy way so you can get the relationship or just the fucking life that you want that's not dictated by how desirable you are to the opposite sex or the same sex or whoever want to have sex with you Hmm. Ronke any final words work I think it's along the line of yours like spending time to truly challenge expectations that 
family and society have set for you and really question what are the things that do make you happy and, and how do you get closer to that day by day and getting also to a point where happiness doesn't end on others because that's a huge risk when you're waiting for somebody else to kind of make you aware. And if you're reading that book, honestly, I said, read the book for entertainment. Yeah. Don't. Like the lady said, it's riddled with typos and misspellings. So, you know, the world you're getting. so read it for entertainment. Be riddled of typos and misspellings, okay? And make sure not to pay full price. Shoot, Lipstick Alley be having these books for free. Yeah. Mm, download it illegally. <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. Great. Well, we'll see how all of this un- continues to unfold in the next couple of days. In the meantime, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining me, Ronke, as we just try to make sense of watching another guru gone. Gone, gone, gone. You've been listening to Jess Blaze on The Situationship. Be sure to share, like, and subscribe. <laughs>